disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Ho, 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 creepos! It's the Creep Off. It's the worst show in the world. It's a show about creeps, by creeps, for you creeps. I'm a little too festive today. It's Christmas, Carl. It's Creepmas. Merry Christmas, Vinnie Paulino. Well, we're calling it Creepmas today, man. All right. Because we like dumb puns. Love it. Yes. So it's exciting. We're glad to be here. Uh, last week, we had a humdinger of a show where we tried to find the creepiest Floridian. And Carl, would you like to see the results from last week? I do not know what I'm about to see. I saw that it was close during the week, but I do not know where it ended up. It, the score was tied one to one. So let's see who's going to take this. Who's the results, Murray? This week, Carl. It looks like, oh, shit, Carl is the winner. 54% of the vote. They said it could not be done, that no one could beat the people's champ. And yet here I am with a commanding two to one lead. Carl. Here's the thing, pal. Yeah, what's you, up? You got me. You're up. You're up a little bit. You got two in a row on me. Yeah. But this week, we're talking about my favorite time of year for cynicism and darkness. Yeah. So I'm feeling good about today's show. All right, cool. You're already looking ahead. So yeah, we decided that we're going to do a Christmas-themed creep-off this week. Our creeps need to have some type of Christmas theme to them. That is correct. So Should we, should we get right into it? Carl... I think we both want to start our Christmas vacation. Yeah. So uh, let's get into it. Ring that bell. All right. I'm going to go first since I won. I am bringing a creep named Ronald Gene Simmons. Now, before you get too far into this, can we just point out that you uh, received this creep from a listener? Yeah. Someone yeah, uh, some, gave you somebody, a tip. Somebody gave me a heads up on this person. Although so, it's probably pretty well known. This is a pretty heinous act that we're about to describe. So what you're you. telling me is someone Googled... Uh, Christmas creeps, and then just emailed you the first result. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how they found. Instead it. of you just looking for the first result yourself, it was well, emailed to you. Why does it matter? Why does it matter? I'm just trying to present who I think is the biggest Christmas creep. I'm just trying Christmas to get in your Chris. head before we start. All right. So anyway, I want to point out this guy's name is Ronald Gene Simmons, and I'm not going to make any kiss references. I promise you, there won't be any stupid puns. I'm not going to drop a kiss song in the middle of this. It's a goof. That's too easy, Vinny. Well, I know a thing or two about him. That's yeah. See, too easy. I knew it. All right. So Ronald Gene was born in 1940. In 1957, he dropped out of high school and joined the Navy. While in the Navy, he met a woman named Becky. He married Becky in 1960. And they had seven children over the next 18 years. Okay. Ronald... Sounds like an American love story so yeah, far. Yeah, so far so good. Ronald spent over 20 years in the military, receiving multiple awards and retiring as a master sergeant in 1979. Okay, so he's an American hero. Yeah, he was in Vietnam. He was a great marksman. He was an airman. Did a lot of great things for the U.S. military. So this guy, you would say... You know, before we get into anything that heinous here, yeah. he was an exemplary model person. I don't know how he was around the kids or with the wife, but... But I'm just saying, he, he served have, in the military. He didn't have a criminal record. All right. There, there was nothing that he was doing that you would be like, oh, watch out for this guy. Until they're living in New Mexico. And in 1981, he had to leave New Mexico due to an investigation by the Department of Human Services for allegedly fathering a child with his 17-year-old daughter, Sheila. They're on to him. He's molesting his daughter. She gives birth to his uh, son. The little narc baby. And in order, yeah, right? And then in order to avoid that heat, they moved to Dover, Arkansas, where they lived in two adjoining mobile homes. Remember, I said seven children. They have two adjoining mobile homes. That's not a double wide. That's actually just like a redneck jerry-rigged. Yes, right. Like uh, <laughs> like just like a tube, a couple of garbage cans. Yeah, like, just, just put them together. It'll make it look bigger. Up, like a hamster habitat. Yeah, it's not like you can like walk between one or the other. You have to like walk out of one and then back into the other one. Okay, that's gross. Neither of which had a telephone or indoor plumbing. Simmons is now in his uh, 40s. Makes it harder for your kids to call the police. Yes, correct. Simmons is now in his 40s, and he's working pretty menial jobs in a nearby town. They're in a very rural area. There's nobody around them. And he goes to work for this Woodline Motor Freight Company and then a Sinclair Mini Mart. Okay. 
where he worked for a while. Now, here comes 1987, and it's Christmas time. And I'll just uh, get right into it here. Ronald Gene Simmons committed the largest family mass murder in American history. He was responsible for killing 16 people, including 14 family members. The killing spree began on December 22, 1987, when he shot and killed his wife, Rebecca, and son, Gene, at their home in Dover, Arkansas. He also strangled his three-year-old granddaughter, Barbara. The bodies were dumped into a pit that he had made his children dig in prior weeks. Oh, he made them dig their own grave. Working smart, not hard. Yes, correct. You have the labor force now, you won't in the future. Correct. Get them working now. Correct. Well, they still can do it. So he lived with his wife, and that was his older son. His oldest. I bet you that three-year-old was annoying. Oh, I bet. Uh, his wife and his oldest son... And then his son's daughter were all at home. So he decides to murder all of them. And then later on that day, all of his other children, who are, uh, who are young enough to be in school still, come home from school. He went back to the house and waited for his children, Loretta, Eddie, Marianne, and Becky, to return from school. He told the children that he wanted to give them their Christmas presents one at a time, and he took them behind the house individually where he killed them by strangulation, holding their heads under a water barrel. Why are you laughing, Vinny? What's so funny about that? Is it because these kids seem like they're really dumb? Yeah, they're like, that's right, kind of what I'm laughing all at. All right, Billy, I'm going to give you your present. You kids wait here. And then he comes back out like, where did Billy go? Ah, it doesn't matter. All right, now your turn. Let's go. Just one at a time. He's just like, one back. All right, kids, your Christmas present's in the bottom of that barrel. Now stick your head. Like, he yes. duped these idiots. Yeah, so he strangled all of them and uh, drowned them. And doesn't then... say much for the schools down there. No, it's Arkansas. And then uh, put them each in this shallow grave. And uh, he had more family coming over to the house to visit for Christmas. So a couple days later, this happens. The killing continued on December 26, 1987, when the remaining family members began to arrive for a Christmas visit. Simmons shot and killed son Billy, daughter-in-law Renata, daughter Sheila, and her husband Dennis McNulty. He strangled and drowned grandchildren Trey, Sylvia, Gail, and Michael. All right, I want to point out these grandchildren that he's killing. Yeah. Trey was 20 months old. Michael, 21 months. Sylvia, six years old, was actually his son. That was Sheila's son. That was his son. Oh, that was the one that made him move away. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So Should have just started with him. I mean, he was the real problem. I, I would think that's where the shame all came from. We still don't know what the motive was for this. He never Did he really use the barrel up. on the, the little ones? I'm sorry? Did he use that barrel again? Um, he strangled him. He didn't use the barrel. He strangled everyone. He shot. He shot all the, okay. all the kids when they came in. Okay. So what's interesting here poor is... Poor Dennis McNulty. I know. What did he ever do? Yeah, poor Dennis McNulty worked at the fucking mill. Well, Fell he, in love. He's the one who married with a girl Sheila, with a though. crazy family. I think yeah. he's a little jealous. Like, hey, that's my girl. Yeah. What are you doing with Sheila? You think at the wedding, he just walked up and said, I had her first. So this is what's crazy. He lined up all of the dead people in neat rows and covered up the bodies with coats, except for Sheila, who got his best tablecloth. He wanted Sheila to have something nice. But he also had dead people around the mobile home. The people that he shot yeah. were still just corpses laying did around. Did he just throw them into one side? So this is what he did. He went out to the local bar and had a beer or two. Then he came back home, spent the rest of the night and the next day drinking and watching TV with dead bodies all around him, just hanging out. Nobody knew what was going on. There's such a rural area that he could have just sat there for as long as he wanted. Then on the morning of December 28th, Simmons drove into Russellville, walked into a law office and killed the receptionist, a young woman named Kathy Kendrick. Simmons had previously been infatuated with Kendrick, but she had rejected him. So now he's just getting some revenge on people. Oh, okay. He and this happened after Christmas? Yes. Doesn't count. This, this all this counts. This doesn't count. It doesn't count he was wearing a, He's wearing that exact Santa hat that you're wearing right now. That's why it counts. He next went to an oil company office where he shot dead a man named J.D. Chaffin and wounded owner Rusty Taylor. He then drove onto the Minimart where he had previously worked, shooting and wounding two more people. Afterwards, Simon went to the office of Woodline Motor Freight Company, the other place that he worked, where he shot and wounded a woman. So he's just getting revenge on ex-co-workers and just people who didn't like, like him very much. He's going around town 
on this killing spree. Yeah, with a gun, right? Yep, with, okay. with a couple of pistols. After the he went to that last place and he shot up some people, he just sat at the office, told the secretary to call the police, and just sat there and chatted with the secretary until the police showed up. And when they arrived, Simmons handed over his guns and surrendered without any resistance. Well, that's anticlimactic. Well, no, it gets, it gets better. Oh. Because the police only know about what was happening in these towns. He's going around shooting up businesses and killing people. And they're like, we got to get this guy in custody. So then they realize, we got to let the family know what this guy is up to. The Simmons family never had a telephone, so police drove to the residence to notify them of the arrest, only to find the dead bodies. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Whoa, whoops. That didn't work out very well. So the news didn't even know about this. The news reported on the killing spree had no idea what was going on the days before that with his family. So here is a uh, news report from a local Arkansas station. Shock and horror mounted today as the death toll climbed following the murderous rampage of an Ozark mountain community. Officials counted 16 people dead, 14 of them members of the suspect's family. One of the victims was a young woman who reportedly spurned the alleged killer's advances. Peter Van Zandt now with today's developments. Their worst fears came true. Searchers in the tiny Arkansas town of Dover this morning found the bodies of nine missing members of the Gene Simmons family. Seven bodies were pulled from a freshly dug grave near the family house. Two babies were found in garbage sacks in the trunks of these cars. But there's more. Last night, the bodies of five other family members who came home for the holidays were discovered throughout the house, making this killing ground the worst mass murder in Arkansas history. Some people just want to have a nice, quiet Christmas, Carl. Yeah, with a lot of screaming kids showing up, you're like, oh my gosh, it's too much. Ugh. So no one really knows ooh, ooh, why Ronald Gene <laughs> Simmons just fucking snapped and decided to murder everyone, but he confessed to everything and asked for the death penalty. And in 1990, Bill Clinton, who was the governor of Arkansas at the time, granted his wish. And made him the new governor. <laughs> signed No. Yeah, the only person worse than Ronald Gene Simmons in all of Arkansas, the governor, Bill, Bill Clinton, signed off on the death penalty. And he was put down by lethal injection. Oh, and this is the best part. Hashtag too. Clinton crime family. When he was on death row. They had to separate him from the other inmates because they were all trying to beat the shit out of him because he was ruining their chances to reverse the death penalty. Because he's going, no, I deserve the death penalty. You guys should put me down. Seriously, put me down. And everyone else in there is like, no, it's inhumane. We got to get rid of the death penalty. Shut up. What are you talking about? Just a fucking contrarian. Yeah, just an, just an asshole. cell block contrarian. He didn't, he didn't make any friends. This no, guy he was didn't. not a friendly person. Well, honestly, I don't know, man. He had a lot of family coming to visit him. That, you know what? That's the part that I find so interesting. He must have lived in the shittiest shithole of anyone because the people who got out of there must be. They had to drive there from the sewer. Right. To want to go spend fucking like, why, Christmas. Why is Dan hosting this year? It does, they don't even have fucking plumbing. What the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit. So that's my creep. Ronald Gene Simmons vote for Carl at thecreepoff.com. Vinny, take it away. Well, Carl, your creep had a bit of a normal streak. You know, served in the military. Yep. Did some stuff. My guy piece of shit from through and through oh that's not as fun my creep ladies and gentlemen his name is bruce pardo now some of you may know who bruce pardo is because he was the inspiration for what became a uh, a pretty fun horror movie carl bruce pardo let me tell you a little background on why i say he's a piece of shit okay i'll start around when he's in his early 20s right he promised his girlfriend to marry her they set a wedding they have everything planned he stood her up at the altar uh, and stole $3,000 of her money. I like this guy. And went on a trip to Palm Springs. Okay, I, I kind of like this guy already. Here's the other problem. He ends up meeting this other girl and knocks her up. Okay. And they have a son. When his kid was 13 months old, right? He dropped it in the fucking pool. Don't know what he was doing. He dropped the kid in the fucking pool. <laughs> The kid nearly drowned, went into a coma, lost the ability to walk. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So he fucked this kid up as a baby, and then he just abandoned them. He just disappeared and fucking left them. Do we know anything about this accident with the pool? Did he do it on purpose? Do we know anything about we that? We don't know. Were there any charges? Apparently, he felt kind of guilty about it later, but uh, he did not get any charges because he just left the family. He left the mother that he didn't marry with this crippled baby yeah. that he was negligent and taking care of. Again, I don't see anything wrong with this. This makes perfect sense to me. Keep going. 
So did he steal three thousand bucks again? <laughs> he probably. So he meets his woman in two thousand and six, about two years later, named Sylvia Ortega. Mm-hmm. He falls in love and does marry her. Now they have kind of a rocky marriage, Carl. Yeah. And uh, one of the main reasons I they mean, had he's got a, a few secrets. Well, he does. <laughs> she has no idea about the crippled kid. I'm sure she has no idea about the three. That obviously you never. If I had crippled children, <laughs> I was lying to you. <laughs> it wasn't one of the questions on the dating website. Right. They didn't ask. One of the problems was financial. He was working as an engineer and apparently pulling down some all right money. She had three kids from a previous relationship. Oh, it's like the Brady Bunch. Right. So one of the problems was money. And what he's told her was, we're keeping separate checking accounts. You have to take care of them. Oh, okay. So he was like, fuck those three kids. We could be married, but we're not. I'm not paying for them. I'm not doing anything for them. All right. I mean, so far, everything you've said checks out with me. This guy's a complete dickhead. I have a separate. He's a complete fucking asshole. My wife and I have separate checking accounts. Well, so do I. All so right. do I. So there you go. So we're all in the same boat. But it's not because we want to make sure we don't take care of it, make sure that her children don't get a penny. But it would be <laughs> if, she had, <laughs> if she had three children from a previous marriage. All right. All right. So, apparently, the mother of the 13-month-old found him and is now suing him for child support for this child. Okay. So, he's pissed off about that. Well, he doesn't like giving away his money. Sylvia Ortega, <laughs> his, uh, his wife, divorces him, and they have a messy divorce. Okay. Okay? He gets to, uh, he has to pay her ten grand, and then he's got, he has to pay, you ready for this, $1,785 a month in spousal support. Oh, not just uh, child support, but also spousal support. Right. What would Ray Carruth think about that? Uh, he would not be a fan of those. No, he would not. <laughs> so not only that, Sylvia kept the ring. She kept the dog. She moved into her parents' house. <laughs> okay. Hold on a second. First off, are you supposed to give the ring back? It's, it's kind of worthless, right? I would say so. Uh, whatever. This cheapskate, if he bought it, I would say so. So... He complained to a bunch of people that she was living with her parents. She didn't have to pay rent. She bought a really, really nice car. She went to Vegas. She was going out to eat at restaurants. She was taking golf lessons and massage. <laughs> did the kids ever massages. Did those kids ever eat again? It sounds like she was using all of the money on herself. Well, he just didn't like her. And he starts basically defrauding the company he's working for by padding extra hours on because he just was so pissed off that he had to pay this extra money. By the way, if you're not doing that, you're an idiot. You're leaving money on the table. Okay. Enough advice from you today. <laughs> okay. So he lost his job. He get, The divorce happened in June. He loses his job in July. Well, on Christmas Eve 2008, Bruce Pardo went to his ex-in-law's house where Sylvia was living. Uh, dressed up as Santa Claus, Carl. <laughs> I like it. And under one arm, he had a, a, a package that was all wrapped up nicely. And then in the other hand, he had a 9mm, semi-automatic. He knocked on the door. His 8-year-old niece answered the door. And he shot her in the fucking face. Then he walks into the house and just starts spraying shots. Pop, 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 pop. There's 25 to 30 people in the house wow. at the time. A lot of people. The Ortegas, Carl. Yeah. People are jumping out the windows. <laughs> people are hiding. He's, he gets rounds a bunch of people up. They're all hiding under a table. He executes his in-laws. Back of the head. Pow, pow. Shoots them both. Mm -hmm. Has his ex-wife there. And he decides to open up his Christmas gift that he brought with him. Okay. You want to guess what was inside, Carl? I, I, I don't know. It was a homemade flamethrower. Oh, nice. I never would have guessed that. Right. And he says, oh, look, Merry Christmas to me. And he puts it on and he uses one nozzle on it to spray racing car fuel all over everyone in the living room and all over the house. That's not a good sign. No. And then he hits a thing and it just ignites all of it. Sweet. The neighbors are already on the phone with the police because people are banging on the door for help and running from this fucking house. Right. It took the cops three minutes to get there, and it took them 90 minutes to put the fire out. They said that the flames were 60 feet in the fucking air. Well, yeah, because cops don't put fires out very often. That's why they couldn't do Well, the do fire it. department. Oh, the too. fire department. All right, all right. <laughs> he, he burnt this house the fuck up. Yeah. And he Racing got away. will do that. He sure. got away, Carl. Nice. But he I'm was for this guy. badly fucking burned. Horribly burned. Oh, he burned. burned himself. Yeah. Yeah, what a fucking And moron. he had a fucking Santa suit on that melted into <laughs> his skin. Oh, what an idiot. And he got in his truck, and he drove 30 miles 
to his brother-in-law's house or to his brother's house and he blew his own fucking head off with a shotgun. Oh, was he out of uh, ammo for his 9mm? Apparently. Okay. So this guy murdered, I believe it was 10 people. You should know that. If you're coming to us with a creep, we should know people were murdered. It was 10. Okay. It was 10 people. <laughs> Somebody fact Shot that a bunch place. of the head, shot his niece in the fucking face, burned the whole place to the ground. All because <laughs> he didn't want to pay child support. And the spousal support. That woman was having way too much fun. Well, that is my creep this week, Bruce Pardo. I got to tell you, man, that guy is the victim. Because what happens with, oh, the, court, shut up. What happens with the court system is you get, all of a sudden you're not making as much money as you were once making. They don't give a fuck. You can't go back and say, I can no longer afford this ridiculous fee that I have to pay. I have a different job now. I lost my job because I'm a crook. They don't care. You just have to figure out a way to pay it. Would you like to know the silver lining of the story? Yeah, what's the silver lining? Well, that little boy that fell into the pool grew up to be crippled Jesus. (laughs) Yes! And that's what Christmas means to me. (laughs) This is the origin story of crippled Jesus, everybody. I love it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's my creep. Bruce Pardo, you could vote for Gene Simmons or you could vote for Bruce Pardo. I highly recommend you vote for Bruce Pardo. I think they were both fun stories this week. Well, they were. And the thing about Bruce is uh, they actually made a movie called Silent Night in 2012 where uh, Santa murders a bunch of people with a flamethrower. It was based off of this guy. All right. I feel like you could just come up with that concept on your own. You don't have to. Have, it doesn't have to be based on a true story to come up with that. Well, this this motherfucker was an original. He yeah, was definitely right. an original. He was a piece of shit through and through. Just a scumbag. Did and he wh- Facebook Live it at all? This was before Facebook it was, Live. It was, it was before it. Facebook Live. And you know what? I got to wonder. He drove 30 miles. Yeah. With fucking a Santa suit burned into his skin. Do you think he thought he was like going to get away? I, no, I think he thought he was going to kill himself there. And then he ran out of fucking bullets. He's like, fuck. You know I what know. I mean? It's I probably, don't know. I read an article somebody wrote, and they they posed a lot of questions about this ride, and they made me think, like, what's going through your head? Are you so happy that you just fucking got away with this, but you kill yourself because you're in such pain because you've burned your whole fucking body? He knew he wasn't going to get away with it. Who do you think is going to be the first suspect in this fucking thing? Well, he was dressed. He had a disguise, Carl. Yeah, I know, but he's shilling out money to this woman. They're going to know who did it. Yeah, like there how, was a lot of people I like there. How in your body, there was a lot of people you, there. They might have a lot of enemies. Away, as long as you drive away, then you're going to get away with that. No, he got out of the house. You can't prove anything. I wasn't there. Uh, what are you talking about? He was definitely going to get arrested. Casey, good point. Synthetic fabrics are terrible. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're going to buy the expensive Santa Claus suit if you're going to set a house on fire. All right. Well, that is this week's competition. Make sure you vote at thecreepoff.com. You could vote for, like we said, Gene Simmons. You could vote the correct way for Bruce Pardo. We got any uh, voicemail or communication coming in this week? We got a bunch of it. But before we get to that, I just have to take a second. And just to all of you Photoshoppers out there, I got to name drop a couple of you because holy fucking shit, I'm impressed. Uh, what's the name of the dude who did the uh, South Park thing for WATP? Gangreneously? Yeah. Is, yeah. He did some of us. He did uh, Vinny the Poolino and uh, Carly too. Yeah, that was awesome. That one was really, the South really Park great. Thing is amazing. That's I'm, like I'm next turning level that into a poster. Yeah, even Mark Bolino was all excited that he made the cut. Yeah, he was talking to him about. He Saturday. was so excited he ran into the stage at the wrong point. But you can watch the Xtopes <laughs> live video to see all about that. Uh, and then also uh, James Obsolete did another uh, good Vinny the Poolino. But the winner of the best, the in my opinion, it, I lost my shit was. Uh, Mick Sog, who did the one that uh, I sent you the other day of like you and me as uh, Piglet and Pooh. Yeah, I mean, these aren't even Photoshop. These are illustrations. Like, these are legitimate, like, good art. Yeah, it's great art. So keep up the good work. We love it. Thank you. You really made my day. I laughed so fucking hard at a lot of these. Keep them coming. Uh, Also, uh, some love to Imbecile Wilhelm. We love him this year. Yeah. And, uh, why? I also is there a reason for that? Or well, just... he does. He did some pretty good photoshops this oh, year. Okay, great. And so did uh, our boy. You down with OPP? I love that name. Yes, we do too. So you guys all did some good work. I just want to shout you out because we don't give you enough love. So you could also check out the uh, Instagram where when you guys send us those, we try to put them up there so we could share. And we also want to give you credit for what you do. So check out. I wish whoever these podcasts Pod. had an Instagram. Yeah, somebody stole it on you, didn't they? They sure did. If you look at our Instagram, that's not us. We do not do that. We do not do that. Okay. Well, we do it here at the Creep Off. Good. So uh, let's talk about voicemails. Speaking of imbecile Wilhelm, he did leave us a voicemail this week. Oh, it's been a while. Yeah. Good to hear from him. Imbecile here. 
I realize from the past that calling to complain about the creep parade... Well, yeah, fucked up. <laughs> what the hell is it called? Stupid something parade segment of your show, theme song. To call and complain about it only serves to make you play it more often. So instead, I will call and say the new theme that Croge has penned is amazing. It does not kill the energy of the show at all. It uh, hypes me up to listen to the last segment. Uh, magnificent. Please keep playing it. Merry Christmas. Oregon! He's trying to reverse psychology us. Merry Christmas, imbecile Wilhelm. It's not going to work. Uh, and the this... Scum Parade, it's called. The Scum Parade. Yes. I, I thought that the songs were catchy enough that you would remember what that is. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed in us, actually. That yeah, I know. That, that's, on, that's on me. That's on me in the jingles department. Yeah. So, Carl, uh, my best friend called in. Oh, cool. Hey, Vinny. This is Stuttering John. I just want to say thanks for defending me on that show with <laughs> Carl. Uh, that asshole. Thanks. Uh, you're my best friend. And uh, if you ever need a headliner at Carlson, uh, just let me know. I'll drop down my feed at $9,999 and, and a ball of Coors Light. Uh, speaking of. Oh, I spilled all the cockroaches. Oh, God. Good Wait a second. So was that actually to your voicemail, not the the show voicemail, but like your actual cell phone? Right? No, no, no. That was the show voice, the show oh. voicemail. Because because I, I know that you and John are really good friends now, and you guys chat a lot. I just figured he probably just called you and left you that voicemail. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I don't know anything that you're talking about. So are you ready to? Uh... Hold on, I got a voicemail over here. Oh, you got one? Yeah, Great. someone called into the WATP hotline. WATP. Hey, Carl. Heard a lot of excuses. Not seeing. The Crocs. Get them. Put them on. Crockgate is continuing to fester. Come on. You know you got to keep those little club feet of yours warm. <laughs> I got to get my Crocs. It's so difficult to find ones that are hilarious that will uh, fit. <laughs> I, to- I sent you the ones. I told you, you the did? ones. Yes. When? Where? You know? I, the, the zebra. I said I will settle for the pink zebra. I couldn't find those either. You They're on Amazon. They're, I, told I you. looked on Amazon. I will send you the fucking link. Send me the link. I'll, I'm going to order these right away. I promise. I'm going to celebrate Christmas in Crocs. All right? Christmas I, we want to see pictures. I will have pictures of video. I'll take I want a shower. To see you, I want to see you. Uh, no, we don't want that. No, video. listen to this. I'm going to take a shower in my Crocs and shave my balls with Manscaped. All right, I'm going to do a two for one. Are you ready for a scum parade? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Because Vinny's up. Oh, you know what? Before we do that, yeah, I wanted to play something for you. So I wrote this song back in 2008. Because <laughs> <laughs> Vinny's a creep. And Carl's a weirdo. I'm not kidding around. They're both degenerate psychopaths with no business in a civilized society. And they're going to take you on a scum parade. Oh, it's time for a scum. Hey, can we get the old scum parade music in there just for Christmas? Let's do it. It still gets you jacked up a little bit, right? That wasn't the Scum Brigade. Oh, you wanted this one? Well, in the middle of the night. All right, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough jingles. We're just being dicks at the end of the show today. So, Carl, let's start at Portland, Oregon, shall we? Yes, Oregon! Oh, I forgot to pull, goddammit. All right. <laughs> uh, a Portland man allegedly threatened McDonald's employees with a chainsaw on Tuesday. Yeah. Westbrook police officers responded to multiple 911 calls coming from McDonald's. Several people reported that a male was chasing people with a chainsaw at the location. Off-duty and on-duty officers all responded. The suspect was spotted at a tire shop near the restaurant, ran from officers, but he was caught. So apparently, this 26-year-old man named Alice Sweet. Oh, I bet his parents had a big hopes for him. The high hopes. Yeah. Uh, we're going to call him Alice Sweet. He's going to be such a, a good boy. Uh, he went into the McDonald's with a chainsaw, went behind the counter while employees were working. 
Uh, he revved the chainsaw repeatedly, then allegedly stole food and drinks and left. Yeah. Stole food and a drink. He, like, grabbed a Happy Meal and took off. I want to point something out. If you have a chainsaw... You don't have to eat McDonald's food. That's surf and turf shit right there. Like, you can walk into a steakhouse. You could go right into Ruth Chris with a chainsaw. Yes. You get you a can, table, no problem. Anything you want. Anything you want off the menu. If you have a knife, yeah, maybe McDonald's. Maybe it's someone from McDonald's with a knife. But with a chainsaw, you could do way better. Yeah, you just brandish it at a chef. Right. Get to cooking. Let's go. Throw some more crab meat in there. So the manager confronted him as he in the parking lot for some reason. Like the guy left, he had his he had his fucking Big Mac and his fries. How dedicated are you to your job? That you want to go confront a guy with a chainsaw because he grabbed a, a Big Mac. I almost said Whopper, which would have pissed off Patrick Michael. Grabbed a Big Mac. He almost took a Baconator. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows the Baconator is Wendy's. <laughs> so listen, hold on. This is the the syndrome that I've never understood. The people who are so goddamn dedicated to their shit jobs. Yes. It blows my goddamn mind because who fucking cares? Can I tell you a quick fun story? Lock the doors, keep everybody safe. Everyone loves when I talk about what happened when I was down in Tampa. Let me tell you a fun story. Oh, uh, the Cuban sandwich thing there, again? No. There was, a, <laughs> there was a family dollar right near our Airbnb. We were like in the ghetto. It was a really shitty neighborhood. And I walked in there to buy some, uh, some supplies and things. A crackhead comes in. Just grabs a bunch of shit and just walks back out. And I'm standing with the cashier. She's like, they don't pay me enough to, to care about that. I was like, good for you. Right. That's how you should react to that. Right. At a McDonald's, who gives a fuck what they take? Shit. Take like, a I, goddamn chair. Who could, cares? Could it have been even $10 worth of food? It's, it's probably $6.5 worth of food we're dude, talking about. Dude. Who gives a shit? Carl, when we're talking actual cost to McDonald's, there isn't $10 worth of food in the freezer at that fucking right. place. Dude, funny, so, funny story. I went to a McDonald's with Dick Masterton once, and he asked them if the Big Macs were any good. Anyway, keep going. Keep going, Vinny. I'm Don't just saying. I told the story about my brother when he worked at the fucking Family Dollar and chased somebody over a pair of fucking socks. So stupid. What is going on with the mentality? If you... Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Alice Sweet was charged with robbery, criminal mischief, refusing to submit to arrest and violation of conditional release. Uh, oh, let me backtrack here. The manager confronted him in the parking lot where the suspect then allegedly chased the manager with a chainsaw. Yeah. Police said the suspect damaged two vehicles on the lot with the chainsaw. <laughs> that's, that's a fun day. That guy was having a, a fun time. Oh, God damn it. So, Alice Sweet. There it is. All right. I like it. Uh, this week, in Reasons to Never Have Children, did you know that they could be creeps too, Carl? We should have a jingle. Reasons to not have children. I it seems think, to come up a lot. I think that should be you. Yeah. I think that should be on you. I actually have here in the notes, can we get a jingle? Did you really? I do. I have it written funny. right there. Great, uh, great minds. Br or whatever. <laughs> Creeps. <laughs> Creeps. <laughs> Berea, Ohio. A 14-year-old boy is facing several charges, including attempted murder, after police say he was trying to poison his grandpa. I don't know why you would want to poison your grandpa. Was your grandpa like an asshole, Carl? No. I, I didn't know my grandpa very well, though, so he might have been. Yeah, okay. Your parents kept you away from him. Yeah. Uh, they were contacted, the police were contacted on December 9th by a man who said he suspected his grandson was tampering with his coffee creamer. He was fucking messing with his international delights, Carl. Yeah. So in an attempt to poison him, right... The 64-year-old grandfather drank some, but told police he taste, it tasted bad and had a chemical smell. He thought that it might be spoiled. Uh, this reportedly happened over a 10-day stretch, and each time the grandpa didn't drink the coffee. He was like, there's something wrong here. After a few days, he looked on the grandson's computer and said he found a Google search on how to poison your parents. Yeah, I love that this is a 14-year-old kid who doesn't know how to hide his Google search history, and the 64-year-old grandfather knows how to find that? And this kid's sloppy work, man. That's sloppy work. D well, leave it to a teenager these days, Lock right, Carl? Lock your computer up, you idiot. Now, let me tell you what. why else this kid is a fucking idiot. Let me tell you what was in the coffee creamer. Yeah. He put lime juice. Delicious. Pepper juice. Yummy. Household cleaner. Not so much. Depends on the night. <laughs> and wasp and hornet killer in the creamer. <laughs> That'll taste great. Is that lime juice for flavor? Like, what's the point of that? Like, you would think that if you were going to put some... I don't want to give somebody a fucking blueprint on how to poison yeah, someone, Yeah, but Christ's it tastes sake. a little bit more like a creamer would taste. Right. You, you want something that's, like, flavorless. <laughs> and not for nothing, but there's never been a better time in history to kill your 64-year-old grandfather because you can just say COVID. No matter what, no matter how he dies, 
You can hit us anybody. Like, yeah, COVID got him. COVID got him. Fucking COVID, man. What are you going to do? No, don't drink that coffee. <laughs> so this kid's a fucking idiot, and he's been arrested. Yeah. Uh, he confessed to the crime. He's in juvenile detention on charges of attempted murder, domestic violence, and contaminating substances for human consumption. And we talked about how that's a reason not to have kids. Sometimes it's the long play. That, that's his kid's kid. Who's trying to kill him? Like you get through like your first round of kids, you're like, okay, good. No one's tried to kill me yet. I guess I'm in the clear. No, not so fast. Yeah, you can never <laughs> rest. You'll you can not. never rest. <laughs> You'll never be safe. You will never Have be kids safe. And you will never be safe. Get that fucking jingle going. <laughs> hey, Carl. Now. Our next creep. Oh, there's no place like home for the holidays. Hailing from Rochester, New York. Yeah, we did it, baby. We're on the map. We made the scum parade. All right. A gentleman by the name of Sean R. Sullivan, 50, was convicted of production of child pornography and was sentenced by Chief U.S. District Judge Frank P. Geraci. 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 <laughs> He's one of ours. Sullivan was identified by the FBI through a child pornography investigation over a peer-to-peer -peer network. Investigators executed a search warrant of Sullivan's Twilight Drive home in April 2019. They seized multiple electronic devices. So the victim resided in the home with the defendant for several years. Sullivan drugged the victim to create the images. The alleged incidents happened between July 2005 and December 2016. So this was a fucking long run. A long fucking time. At least that this the kid got was... to do drugs, though. Yeah, yes. You know, if you're going to be uh, a victim of CP... Might as well get high. True. <laughs> there <was> no comment. <laughs> there was over 100 voyeuristic videos and images of a girl approximately 8 to 13 years old. The criminal complaint said some appeared to be secretly recorded in a bathroom. Another hard drive contained over 9,000 images and 8,000 videos of child pornography. I, like I said, man, these fucking pedos, they sit on fucking kitty porn like a dragon on gold. Yes. Once they have it. They, they can't stop collecting it. And you ever notice, whenever you hear about these CP instances, in, what did I say? Instances? Whenever you hear about these, uh, these CP crimes. Are you talking about cerebral palsy? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Whenever you hear about these, it's always like they seize so many hard drives from the person's house. They're, they're always sitting on all of these hard drives. I think we can arrest these people by just going to Best Buy. Right. What do you need all those fucking hard drives do you, Okay, for? do you know how many fucking pedos have been caught by Best Buy? No. A lot. A I would, I absolutely. These fucking assholes go to the geek squad. I'm like, I might have oh, gotten right. some virus on my computer. Yeah. Yeah. And they get busted all the fucking time. Fucking morons. They really are. Yeah. God bless. You know what? By the those way, guys at the Geek Squad really are heroes. I, I don't want to uh, I don't want to help these people out, but when you delete a file, it's not actually deleted until you overwrite that space with something else. So you might think you've deleted all your child porn, it's still there, you idiot. Don't help them. Sorry. Don't help them. So a uh, cooperating witness also identified other images found on Sullivan's computer. Some of the images and videos depicted the witness's daughter and her daughter's boyfriend engaged in sexual activity. Both the daughter and boyfriend were under 18 years old when the video was capturing. Apparently, like, his fucking sister's kids were fucking, and he was filming that, too. During an interview with the FBI, he admitted he had been, quote, looking at child pornography off and on. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those things just like, ah, I could probably beat this cold turkey. Ah, I'll be done with this for a while. Yeah, so he is uh, in prison for a very, very long time. Good. Yes. It's nice to know that the police in our area and the FBI are all working together. These creeps always get busted by the peer-to-peer -peer networks, too. Like, they cannot stop sharing this shit with each other. Why? Do, they know they're going to get caught, right? I mean, you started a band. I hang out with other comics. It's kind of the way it works. Yeah, but... It's Common just, interests. It's yeah. It's just they always get busted that way. Hey, Carl. What do you say we end this week's scum parade when we go to Texas? This is going to be rough. Do we want to warn people? This is, a, well... This one's a rough one. Yeah. I got a little more information than the article I sent you to, so... Me too. Oh, you do I, too? I read up on this one, because I was like... What the flying fuck, right? Yes. Okay. Well, actually, let's start with this. I want to play the news report. Sure. Listen to how they reported on this on the local news, because they're, like, blown away by this. Horrifying. Doesn't even begin to describe new information in the death of little Hazana Anderson. Court documents say the girl's mother and her boyfriend beat the child. 
The details tonight so graphic we won't even describe them to you. I'll describe them to you. Here's what happened. Uh, 22-year-old Tiandra Christian was sentenced to 20 years this last week in the death of her daughter, by the way. So let's just say this. They beat her in a Houston hotel room, right? They admitted that she beat the daughter with the belt because she was crying. She said the toddler was going in and out of consciousness. So they put her in the bathtub to try to revive her. As Christian was removing the child from the tub, she said she noticed signs of sexual abuse. She told the police the child was cold to the touch, so she and Hewitt tried to use a hairdryer to warm her up and ended up burning her fucking skin off. Th that's the dumbest part about this whole thing. They, they're they beating this kid, this 22-month-old this girl, with a belt. Yes. And at one point, so it's the boyfriend and the mom, and at one point the mom's beating her, and the boyfriend's like, you're not hitting her hard enough. You do not know how to discipline this daughter of yours. Here, let me show you this how to do This unruly that. trollop. Yes. Because someone was molesting this kid, too. Well, let me get back into this news report. Because the way they report on this, I've just never heard anything like it. You know, this was about as difficult of a read as I've ever had to see. I mean, Fucking we at KHOU uh, had numerous conversations as far as how we were going to address the subject. I mean, this is as graphic as you might get and as you might expect. So they're having conversations like, well, what are we even going to tell people about this? Because we don't want to have to tell them. And then they just go ahead and tell us everything. The two allegedly beat Hazana until she wasn't moving. Only after did Christian find signs of rape on Hazana that she confronted Hewitt. I love that they, they build this up with like, we can't even tell you what happened. We're not going to tell you what happened. And then they tell you what happened. And then there's editorializing that I've never heard before. Maybe I don't pay attention to local news that much. But Vinny, have you ever heard a newscaster say this? You know, folks, there is a special place in hell for anyone who would do that to a child. I hear that on CNN all the time. <laughs> yeah, when they're talking about Trump. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So I think the reason why... They were trying to describe that this is so heinous and we can't even talk about it. It's so bad. I'm like, why are they beating around the bush like this? It's because of this. For the full details, as far as the charging documents go, we will have that on our website at KHOU.com. Back to you. So this is all a tease for the website. Plug. Yep. What a plug. Just try to get that traffic, get that web traffic coming in. Well, guess what? It worked on me. Because I went and I did find that document and I read through the whole thing. Did you read through it, Vinny? Uh, nah, I couldn't do the whole thing. So I, what, I gave you the summation. This is what happened. And I'm sorry if I cut you off in the middle, but basically, so I don't know why they're in this hotel room or the motel room together, but these two are dating and the boyfriend- Are we talking about the boyfriend and the 20-month-old? Takes the 20-month-old- No, 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 the boy, okay. well, kind of. So hold on. <laughs> so the boyfriend takes the 20-month-old out to a taco place to get food and comes back home and is like- a date. And comes back home or back to the motel room and is just like, she will not stop crying. I cannot get her to stop crying. So that's when they start beating her. Well, they take off her clothes and put her in the tub, like you said, because she lost consciousness. And that's when Kristen, the mother, realized that her anus was very wide open. Yeah. This guy was butt-fucking his daughter. That's why she was crying so much. I think it was, I think it was well-deserved crying. If you're getting butt-fucked in a car... By an adult when you're two months old or two uh, years old. That's going to happen. Yep. Yep. And the way that they dealt with it was by beating her to death. Yes. And then burning her skin off with a hairdryer. <laughs> that's, now, that's so silly. Carl. And she admitted to all of us. We're halfway done. Okay. Because it gets crazier. That's right. I, you know what? You're right. I, I forgot about how, how this all came about afterwards. Yeah. So uh, how do I even, <laughs> where do we even go from here? I feel fucking filthy talking about this story. These people are such fucking filth. Uh, nobody knew what happened to the daughter because this girl, Tiandra, kept the body in the backseat of her car in a plastic trash bag for three days. Right. Okay. Three days after that, she says her and the boyfriend tied a heavy rock to the bag and tossed it into a lake. In the meantime... To fool people so no one would know that her daughter was missing. They took the the daughter's clothes and put it onto a doll, like a real doll. And she was seen pushing the doll around in a stroller around their neighborhood. Yeah, she was in Walmart with, with her with the Walmart. She went to Walmart, too. Yeah. No, it's nothing suspicious here. Hey, don't you have a real daughter somewhere? Probably. I don't know. That's her. <laughs> 
I mean, whew. Now, did the boyfriend butt fuck the doll too? <laughs> the doll isn't talking. So. I'm not tr- laughing at the story, by the way, just so you know. This is not, there's nothing funny going on here. She was sentenced for tampering with a corpse. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say it's tampering. Chucking yeah. it in a lake with a rock tied to it. The boyfriend is serving now serving a 20-year sentence after he was found guilty of murder in the same charge last year. But uh, this girl, the mother, she was fined $10,000 and will be eligible for parole in five years. Yeah. Cool, Texas. Well, they're the ones who reported the daughter missing. And her story was so bizarre that the police were immediately suspicious. She's like, yeah, I left my daughter in the stroller in the park. And then I walked 600 yards to go get something. And then I came back and she was gone. Okay. Um, And her butthole was a normal size. (laughs) Yes. When I left her. The only thing going in and out of her butt was poop. I swear to God. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess the story didn't hold up to scrutiny. And it uh, became pretty clear that she was up to no good, and so she had to just confess everything. Well, uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> what a fun show. What a, what a fun way to end the year, huh? Uh, well, we're going to end the year next year with our uh, next New Year's creep. Uh, I think we're gonna try, what are we going to try to do? Best of, the biggest creep of 2020? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Let's wrap it up. Maybe Crows should come and hang out a little bit, too. That might be fun. Let's have Crows on, so that way we can get uh, Newsom, Whitmer, and Cuomo. <laughs> get off all three of those creeps well don't forget to vote this week the creepoff.com if you want to email us email us at the creepoffpod at gmail.com you can leave a voicemail at 585-371-8108 uh carl it's nice to be important but it's more important to be nice uh stick around for some cobra commander gagia It's me, Cobra Commander, for another creep-off podcast review section. This time it's for our holiday special. I just want to say Merry Christmas to all of you fools out there. Let me just say, I am so happy because I have gotten the coronavirus vaccine. Yes, it's true. It really helps if you uh, take over a bunch of small countries. They put you straight up in line to the top to get it. So I have the the vaccine now. I can finally venture outside in my, well, I guess in my mask that I always wear. Uh, I guess not really a a huge deal to me there, but uh, no more uh, living with uh, Destro. Uh, He's gone. He'll he'll be gone, okay? Um, And and I'm having a really huge blowout here. I'm having a big, big party, okay? I'll tell you all about it. Let me read this uh, first uh, review we've got. We've got two this week. This one here, it says, uh, What is going on here? And it's by Atomic Betty, and it says, Just wanted to hear Cobra Commander read that title. Also, I find Carl very attractive. Now that's creepy. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, You want me to do it again? Here we go. What is going on here? All right, enough actual work. Let me tell you about this party, okay? I'm having myself a crazy Christmas party, okay? I'm having all my friends over, all my 
villainous friends. I've got Skeletor coming over, Megatron, Mumra, Gargamel, all of them. They're all coming over. They're, they're, we're gonna we're gonna have a, so much fun, right? We're gonna eat. Uh, we're gonna play a bunch of games. I think we're playing Pictionary. Uh, we're playing uh, maybe even some Yahtzee. Uh, I think uh, maybe even Twister. If uh, Gargamel promises not to be so handsy this year. <laughs> I'm just saying, we're going to play lots of games. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to get shit-faced on White Claws. It's going to be an epic Christmas this year. Second review to read here. This one is by uh, Unnamed Source via Apple Podcasts. All right. Hello, Unnamed Source. I feel dirty after listening. There can't be this many people in the world that need to be eliminated. Thanks a lot, Carl. There's lots of L's there. Oh, yeah, Vinny with a Y, too. All right, well, that was the... Those were the thrilling uh, reviews we have this week on the Creep Off podcast. Um, let me tell you a little more about my party, because why the fuck not, right? I made some uh, Christmas cookies this year, all right? And they are... I made, uh, make the, uh, the cutout cookies. Uh, they're in the shape of mini flamethrowers, just like uh, Vinny's Creep of the Week, Bruce Pardo used to barbecue his family for the holidays. I'm topical. You know, I'm relating to the podcast you just heard. That's how it works. That's what I've been told I need to do more. So I'm doing it. But seriously, I want to say Merry Christmas to everyone out there. You know, it's hard being a villain. And it's uh, it's been hard this year as well, being a villain, because it's... Uh, well, I, d- I just got to say, I'm just going to come right out with it and say, uh, I haven't been feeling as good. You know, I, mean, I need uh, therapy. Really not uh, not handling all of this well. You know, I used to be able to, to kill people and overthrow governments and, you know, just uh, maniacally laugh for no reason. Uh, all those things are, are foreign to me now that I've been kind of trapped down here uh, in this bunker. But I- I'm getting out. Thank God I've got the good old-fashioned vaccine. Uh, I'm feeling better. Uh, Destro is not here. Uh, he got me a fucking Christmas gifts this year. It was a bunch of bullshit. I swear to God, he just went to CVS before he came over to my house. I got, like, uh, you know, some fucking candy and uh, a couple of things. And he left a receipt in there, a fucking big-ass long receipt. What an asshole. All right, but he's moving out. Him and Baroness can go have their sex sound somewhere else. And I am going to enjoy myself, get outside, and uh, sort of smell some fresh air through my weird silver mask that I wear. But I just want to say hello to everybody, uh, you know, and, and thank you for supporting uh, the, the Cobra Commander and my reviews section here. Please keep your reviews coming in so I have something to do. Um, you know, just because I, I got the vaccine and I can get out doesn't mean I have shit to do. Uh, I still have, you know, lots of free time, so uh, hit me up, y'all. Alright, well, I'll, uh, I'll smell you guys later. Uh, have a happy holidays and uh, Merry Hanukkah, whatever the hell it is. Alright, see ya! 